Chicken to China, the Chinese chicken. Do you have drumstick in your brain? So it's ticking. Will you wake up in the morning? Hit the snooze again. I like to wake up with a delicious nitro cold brew. These Starbucks nitro cold brews are pretty nice. Qualitative. Shine a light on me. I didn't say it's the best cold brew. Shine a light on. It's very enjoyable. You hear that, Starbucks? It's very smooth. I like the nitros because they they got like a nice smooth flavor to them. Smooth operator operating directly. Yeah. Biscuitiers, welcome. You got it dialed in to KAKU, KAKU 88.5, the, the voice, voice of, of Gravy. That's right, the voice of Gravy. We got radio smothered and covered. We are not the corporate elite. We are not media shills, okay? This is not NPR. This is BGR, baby. Biscuits and Gravy Radio. This is the best of Biscuits and Gravy. We got one heck of a doozy for you today. The thing I don't like about the mainstream media is that they ignore all the biscuit and or gravy related news stories. Biscuit and Gravy News brings us together, and the media likes nothing more than dividing us, Vincent Fody. When was the last time you heard a news story about gravy on the news? <laughs> on CNN? On like C- CNN. <laughs> No. Uh, Almost never. I don't uh, think I've ever heard a gravy-related news story on CNN. Rupert Murdoch, no. That communist, never going to cover it. Rupert Murdoch is a communist? I mean, I hate him. He must be a communist. (laughs) Okay. So what's going on with you, Chuck? I am so excited, Vincent Cody. Are you excited for the He-Man reboot? I don't know if you know this, but we got... There's a He-Man reboot? What's your favorite Four Non Blonde song? (laughs) It's probably uh, what's going on. What's going Do you remember the, the man, remember the high. the YouTube video that it's He Man singing that song? Oh yeah, I watched that video uh, this morning. So I watched it's... a Yurzan Beltran video this morning. Oh, Yuri Beltran, I miss her. Rest in peace. Coming up the show, we got Chuck Stuff, the Knowledge Buffalo. That's where I prove that I am the smartest buffalo in the room. This is episode two sixty two. Episode 262 of the Biscuits and Gravy show. Yeah, Yeah. we've wasted a lot of our lives (laughs) doing this show. (laughs) Cooking and comedy, watching stuff on TV, porn porn and conspiracies, conspiracies. Biscuits and Gravy. Hold on, can I, let me play the song, here we go. Cooking and comedy, watching stuff on TV, porn and conspiracies, Biscuits and Gravy. All right. Coming up on the show, uh, my pillow CEO, the prognosticator <laughs> of prognosticators. He's done it again, Vincent Fody. That guy looks like a body pillow that came to life. <laughs> he looks like a he looks like a Muppet. Yes, he does. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you remember, Mike Liddell, uh, while Trump was in office, brought over terms of like how to usurp the army. And uh, was like, hey, Trump, we got this. And then he published a book about how he smoked crack and invented the pillow. And that's what he built his fortune on. Well, he's back, baby. August 13th, Trump's taken over. Why does it not surprise me that Trump supporters are smoking crack? <laughs> uh, unrelated to crack, guess what, Vincent Fody? There's so much meth in the waterways that trout are getting addicted to meth. Wait, what? Yeah, dude, it's like a Hank Hill episode. Hey, which waterways? Uh, all the waterways. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, like American waterways? Yeah, American waterways in oh. Yellowstone National Park. No. Oh, really? Joke. Yeah. And wow. then check this out. Some scientists. Wait, so there's what, what is like Wyoming, the meth capital of the world? Or I mean, something? they're working on it, but they're working on it. But there's enough meth, bro. I mean, if you live in Wyoming, what else is there to do? Now, check this out. Scientists. Except you have to 
drive gigantic trucks around and make meth. Which is why meth is so much fun. Scientists put meth in the water on purpose. First they made the frogs gay. Now they made rainbow trout. It's not just for Pride Month anymore, Vincent Fody. Then who did they target first for the trout? Brown trout. Wait, so you're saying after after Pride Month, the rainbow trout went back to regular trout? And, and yep, and then yep, and then they got addicted <laughs> to meth. More on that later, Vincent Fody. I don't like this because now the the meth addicted trout are gonna be uh, blowing those gay frogs for drug money. <sighs> blowing the gay frogs, bro. We can't have that, mm, guys. Can't be having. Not it. in our America. <laughs> let's let's do a comedy corner. Let's do it, man. When was the last time we did a, a comedy corner? All aboard! First stop on the biscuits and or gravy train today is Comedy Corner. Down on the corner, comedy in the street. You cannot give up on the gravy. And you cannot give up on the biscuits. Biscuit is right here! Um, so, let's talk about comedy. Comedy Corner is proudly presented in part by lovely, community-minded celebrity sponsors like Benedict Cumberbatch's Cumberbuns. Let Benedict go to waste. Today's show is also brought to us by Jude Law's Colostomy Bags. The law is on your side. And, of course, you cannot forget our good friends down at Paul Reiser's Yeast. Makes a great Jewish rye. You'll be mad about Paul Reiser's Yeast. It's and so also, yummy. Comedy Corner is always presented in part by Benedict Cumberbatch's Wholesale Brown Pigment. Get your next Umberbatch from Cumberbatch. Oh, yeah. So, Open Mic Comedy is back on island, Vincent Fogel. That's what I heard. That's right. We are broadcasting live from downtown Maui, the most beautiful island in the world. I'm, I'm bummed because I'm trying to rearrange my schedule because right now I work on Tuesday nights. Um, so, I'm trying to get off so that we can go to the Open Mic. It's it's at the Playground, I it's believe. the Playground. The Playground. That's one of the, one of the great venues on Maui. Um, that's where we've been doing a lot of our comedy shows as well. In fact, I had a comedy show there Monday night, and then I went back I heard about Tuesday that. night. So lots of comedy going on right now. Um, the world I, needs comedy. We I need less miss, lizards, people, and more comedy. I really wish that I could uh, get off on Tuesday nights, so hopefully that will become a reality in the near future. Just because I miss doing open mics. I miss it so much, Chuck. For those of you listening at home, in car, or at work, I want you to take a shot every time that Vincent Fody says the word get off today. Mm. Mm. I get off every time I say get off. Oh, lordy! So, tell me about the open mic. How's it been going? This is the second one that they've had so second far had. since it came back. Friend of the show, Chino LaForge. Great, fantastic comedian is hosting it. He's been on the Biscuits and Gravy Show many times. He is definitely working on new material, which is fun to watch people kind of struggle that usually kill it because they're trying new stuff out. It's really open. That's one of the things is that I've got a lot of material that I need to work out. I got a lot of backed up material. Come bro. I've got a lot of backed up material that I haven't been able to work on. And, you know, some people would say, why don't you just try to do that material while you're doing a show? You know, that does not work. Mm-mm-mm. That's one of the things that I learned during COVID is do not try to do new material at a show. <laughs> um, it's just not good. You got to you got to get up and you got to bomb a little bit and you got to get all that stuff out of your system at an open mic and get to work on it. Yeah, that way at a show, you know, you're just spitting straight fire. Right. I spit hot fire. Unless you're me, which I will absolutely risk it for the biscuit. So who was all at the open mic? Not a lot of people, which is if you're tuning in, come to open mic, everybody. It's free. Was there a decent amount of comedians there that were showing up the for the open mic? The first week, filled. Tons of people. A lot of new new comedians. Did Dex Carvey show up? Uh, no, he did not. Mm. Uh, second week, this is what I love about open mic comedy, when people suck. It is so much fun. 
to watch people eat it, bro. Yeah, uh, it's it's fun to see your like your comedian friends that usually do good eat like it. eat it, but it's also good to watch like the nut jobs that think that they can do comedy oh, but they can't. Straight up lunatics on this open mic, dude. Can you believe that? They were lunatics have a microphone? <laughs> because nothing draws people out of the woodwork like an open mic. Mm. Like people are like, "Oh, I finally have a venue where I can just let all this crazy stuff that's been building up in my brain just spew forth and get it out of my system." Yeah, and it's always a 60-year-old dude who like is definitely on an FBI wanted list. <laughs> Right? <laughs> Looking at you. It's like the My Pillow guy is <laughs> getting up there and talking about gay frogs and stuff. Oh my god, dude. Mike Lindell, give it up, dude. Um the, the, you were also on the Greg Wilson show, right? I was. The, the Greg Wilson? The Greg Wilson. The Greg Wilson? Yeah, dog. He does like comedy he teaches people how to do stand-up yes. comedy, right? And usually the term is those who can't do, teach. Looking at you, everyone who became a teacher. <laughs> B-plus student, stayed in the same high school, loser. But no, those who can't do, also do. He teaches comedy, and not for nothing, he's a, he's a, he's a funny guy, man. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, he's been I, on a lot of TV that's shows. That's one of those things where it's like, I, I can see people who teach comedy also being very funny. But I can't see can't teach comedy. But I can't see people who go to like a comedy workshop being funny. No, I feel like it's one of those things where it's like either you get it or you don't. Either you, got I don't it think or you, you can. Ain't. It's like it's like being a professional swimmer. Either your body looks like Michael Phelps's body, yeah, and you're a very fast swimmer, or you you're not a very fast swimmer. I think if you work really hard at it, really really hard, you can become a slightly better swimmer. <laughs> I think you can you can become a slightly better swimmer, but you're never going to be an Olympic athlete. The idea behind comedy you got to be born with it. Maybe she's born with it. Maybe, maybe it's, it's Maybelline. Is that what you're saying? Maybe, maybe, maybe. <laughs> but it was really fun. And if you think you're funny, uh, come down. To oh, you the think you're funny? And uh, just burning fires of catastrophe. But I would say I heard that Greg Wilson was really funny. Oh, he was really funny. But and, the open mic, and you were on the show too, right? I was, and I killed it. Um, well, and also, then Ted Anderson also performed. <laughs> <laughs> well, as long as he doesn't walk half the the room at the playground, I think that's considered a success for Ted Anderson at this point. That right? is, yep. And we didn't lose the venue, so all right. Let's talk about even more comedians. Jim Gaffigan's coming back to Island. Friend of the show, Jim Gaffigan. <laughs> the show, Jim Gaffigan. Uh, he hasn't been to Maui since his like sold out show like four years ago completely sold out and we went to that show yeah and it was really good so, i like jim gaffigan what i like about jim gaffigan is he is constantly working on new material he's always he puts out like a new album like every, every other year almost every year about every 16 months and he's so on the nose and he does a show dude right and his so, wife writes it and big props bro his wife kind of funny wait he's not still doing that show though right i don't know if it he only did like one season it's of on, that jim gaffigan show and it's it was on tv land. it was on tv land but it was new <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how TV Land nabbed the rights to that. What I show. love about Jim Gaffigan though is he does an hour of fresh comedy. Right, right. He kills it. He walks off the stage, and then his encore. His last one where he was like the tourist one, where he did it. He did like one show in Spain and yeah. one show in Canada. Canada. Those were okay. Yeah, it was like two the shows that tourists. were all like regional. Mm-hmm. Regional based comedy. He has a really big bit about uh, wearing a pink shirt and being in bear country, and he looks like <laughs> a big land salmon. And then but he finishes like every show again. off with 
like his old material, like the ten minutes that built him up, man. Right. Well, he has to do the hot, hot pocket bits because he's he, got to. He, that's like that's like going to see Leonard Skinner and then not playing Freebird. You got you got to do the hot pockets bit. I'm li- I'm talking to you, Bob Dylan. Next time you're doing a show, Bob Dylan, why don't you play some stuff that people want to hear? Bob Dylan no. sucks. Not dude. your disgusting no, I mean, B sides. In, in real, like you know, his albums are great. But in, I like Bob concert, Dylan. He's, he's a Nobel Prize winning uh, all time singer songwriter. But his live shows are terrible. If you disagree with me, I'll fight you. Give us a call eight zero eight eight seven three thirty four thirty five. I want to hear from you, Bob Dylan. He's he's out there just doing live shows that are terrible, stealing people's money. Today's show is presented in part it. by Bob Dylan's Dill Pickles. <laughs> Bob Dylan's dill pickles. Hey, Vince. <laughs> looking for something Jewish and shriveled? Look no further than Bob Dylan's dill pickles. Um, speaking of other comedians, uh, we can do this for Comedy Corner. Disgraced comedian Bill Cosby was released from jail. <laughs> Did you hear why he got released? Yeah. Disgraced you... former weatherman and comedian. Disgraced meteorologist and comedian. <laughs> There's a scene that they cut out of Ghost Dad. And rapist Bill Cosby is <laughs> has been released from jail. Hold on. Here's my joke he was a real pillar of the community i get it if you don't remember bill cosby it's probably because he date raped you (laughs) (laughs) so do you know why he got released i do know do you know yeah so he paid a woman off about 10 or 12 years ago and the documents were supposed to be sealed and a judge unsealed the documents and was like well you're clearly a rapist go to jail well no 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 we live in america vincent Fody. We live in America, okay? We live in Mike Lindell's America. We live in Trump's America. <laughs> and guess what? Do we live in Trump's America if anymore? I thought those days were over. You're going to have to go to jail if well, you're rich. It, you did have to go to jail, but you don't have to stay in it's jail. It's un-American to if, keep him arrested, even though he like sexually assaulted a million people. Well, also Because he already paid them off, and he already went to court. You can't go back. And, yeah, you're saying no double jeopardy? No double jeopardy. (laughs) Alex Trebek is dead. There's no more double jeopardy. Mm. Um, And so partially because he wasn't supposed to – he made some sort of plea deal where he wasn't supposed to be charged with that stuff that was – that was sealed, and the records were sealed, baby. And uh, he made a deal with the the prosecutor. The guy's name was Bill. His name was Bill Caster. Uh-huh. Um, you may remember Bill Caster. I don't know if you know this, but Bill Caster was also disgraced uh, former Donald Trump attorney, impeachment attorney. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he was he was Donald Trump's impeachment lawyer for his second impeachment trial, and he, this was the guy who was <laughs> he stole the coasters. This was the guy who was he stole the coasters, man. Remember? <laughs> Is that like stealing the raisins on Seinfeld? Oh, lordy! This was the same guy that botched the plea deal that allowed Cosby to walk. Yes. So it doesn't matter if you're black or white. As long as you're a rich man in America, Bill Castor will make sure that justice is not served. It's been a rough week for Republicans. Uh, Donald Rumsfeld died. Giuliani got his license suspended in New York. Yeah, he did. (laughs) And a rich black man got out of prison. Uh, Republicans are having a very bad week. The toughest. I feel bad for him right now. So Bill Cosby's going to do a little documentary, and everyone's like, ooh, maybe he's innocent. No, he's not. Felicia Rashad standing behind him. <laughs> so he's got that going for him. Sweet. 
And so Fantastic. She, uh, she she went on TV. She was like, oh, yay, finally justice has been served for Bill Cosby. They finally let him out. And everybody was like, wait, what? Yeah, what? <laughs> so she's, it's okay to, to do whatever you want to women as long as you are friends with Felicia Rashad. All right, so imagine I murder somebody, okay? And then they take me to court, and instead of doing regular court, I'm like, why don't I just pay you like $80 million and we'll bury this? And they say, okay. Then 10 years later, some comedian's like, hey, remember Chuck Thompson's a murderer? And then it gets all <laughs> famous again. You can't. I already paid people off. This is America, Vincent Pody. <laughs> remember? You can just pay people off. Remember Hannibal Barris brought that up and everybody's like, why are you throwing shade on Bill Cosby? He's like, I'm just reminding people of what happened. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I didn't make up the accusations. Friend of the show, Hannibal Barris, baby. <laughs> Yeah. That, was fun. that was a fun night. Yeah, we got him. to open for Hannibal Barris a couple yeah. years ago. That was fun. Uh-huh. Um, also, one more thing. Have you heard about what's been going on in Canada with uh, all the mass graves of yeah. children in Canada? So uh, Canada, our neighbors to the north, turns out uh, killed a lot of indigenous people. Indigenous even more, children. Even more than America does. So it turns out that well, – America, I didn't know this. whole country <laughs> on enslaving the Chines, enslaving – People from the Africas. We always thought and that murder in the Reds. Yeah, we we. By the way, today's show is brought to us by Andrew Jackson's eye drops. You'll Andrew a, Jackson's eye drops. You'll have a trail of tears with Andrew Jackson's eye drops. Get the red out. Guaranteed to get the red out. They're only twenty dollars. Andrew, Andrew Jackson. Jackson. So America, I, I was so always so proud of America because we were always like the number one leader in indigenous. Uh, genocide, mm, and then we know. find Talk out. To Turkey. <laughs> then we find. <laughs> then we find out that Canada. It turns out that every single Catholic church in Canada. Uh, you're not telling me that Catholic churches are doing something stupid. It, I can't believe this, but it looks like Catholic church How might have been on the wrong side body? of history for something. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. Here in America, the Catholic churches, they just molest kids. They don't murder them. No. Catholic, uh, listen, Canada, you're just supposed to molest them, not murder the kids. God. So, so it turns out like every Catholic school in Canada is built on like a mass grave of indigenous <laughs> Canadian children. Um and so, <laughs> not everyone, but a lot. Every like a single, lot, they, way too many men. They found like thousands up. of murdered indigenous Canadian children around all these Catholic schools in Canada. What is going on? So now, like, they are freaking out and they are burning Canadian Catholic churches to the ground. To which I say, good on you. Yeah, we should be doing that here too. Yeah, dude. The, the Christians. Weren't that good for Hawaii? Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. I say, you know what? I say, if you see a Catholic church, guys, go out, burn it to the ground. And that's, Wait, Tony, are we allowed to on. say that? <laughs> no, okay, guys, don't do that. All right. <laughs> Just kidding, guys. Don't don't do arson. Today's show is presented by Justin Trudeau's True Bread. We have been. <laughs> <laughs> Just Trudeau's real bread because real bread can only come from a Trudeau. That's Trudeau. <laughs> right. So, right. any other mass graves for Comedy Corner? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's funnier than Canadian mass graves. All right, uh, it's time for Follow Up Junction. Next stop on the biscuits and or gravy train today is Follow Up Junction. Thanks for tuning in to KAKU, KAKU 88.5, The Voice of Maui. I'm the host of the Biscuits and Gravy Show, Chuck Sauce. In the studio today, we have the one, the only, the incorrigible, my co-host, my cohort, my co-something, Vincent Fody. Vincent Fody, thanks for being the conductor this morning, bro. Oh, dude, I'm feeling good on a Wednesday. Feeling good on a Wednesday. 
Alright, it's time for follow-up Junction Chuck. Coming up on the show, we got spoiler alert, we got Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo, and of course, Gluttony Club! And devastating porn star news. But first, follow-up Junction. Follow-up Junction. So, last week we were talking about Conan O'Brien uh, ice cream flavors. Yeah. And so it turns out Conan O'Brien does not have any ice, any Ben & Jerry's ice cream you. flavors. I thought that maybe he did, because Jimmy Fallon's got one. Right, Jimmy Fallon's got one. Stephen Colbert's got one. His is Americone Dream, and I'm like, oh, Conan, he could have like a non-flavored cone ice cream. Right, cone, cone in, yeah, yeah. ice cream, yeah, Conan O'Brien. Mm-hmm. Um, but Stephen Colbert already beat him. I to thought it. it could be like a pumpkin ice cream because it's orange with like Lucky Charms in it because he's Irish. Irish, and then because Conan's known for his pompadour, it could be pompadour. Ooh. Ooh, okay. Or pumpkin adore. I like it. Uh, ice cream. I was also thinking maybe they could do like big red and do like a cinnamon ice okay. cream for Conan O'Brien. You know, because he's he's well known for his red hair. So Ben and Jerry's, you are on my chuck it list, baby. I'm very upset <laughs> with you, Ben and or Jerry. Uh, I was also thinking Kona in O'Brien. Ooh, I like it. Cone, I love it. I cone, want some more. And of it's like it. Kona coffee ice cream. And then, you know, it can help you stay up late to watch the late show. It's I like it. Conan Conan yeah. O'Brien. Or I was thinking um Conan O'Brien, which is like a, a pickle flavored ice cream. Yeah, okay, a little pickle flavored ice cream. I is there any pickle flavored ice cream on the market? I think Let me have, ask you this. Have you pioneers. Have you ever had pumpkin flavored ice cream? Yeah, of course. Pumpkin flavored ice cream is actually really good. Super yum town. They make it around like the fall time on the East Coast. Ben and Jerry's, it's a pumpkin cheesecake flavored ice cream. It's the bomb.com. Wait, they already have a pumpkin mm-hmm. cheesecake flavored ice cream? And it's really, really good. Wow, this sounds amazing. It was two for six at Target, and I bought six. Okay, here's, an- <laughs> here's another Conan O'Brien ice cream flavor. Ready? Masturbating berry. Oh, okay. It's berry delicious. Mmm. <laughs> So, Ben and Jerry's, give us a call, 808-873-3435. You're on my chuck it list, Ben and We'll give Jerry. you all of our ideas for delicious ice cream flavors for Conan O'Brien. I'm from Waterbury, Connecticut. They're from Waterbury, Oh, Vermont. it could also be Team Cocoa, and it could be like Cocoa, Cocoa Krispies. Flavored? I know. Yeah, like, like a chocolate, or Cocoa. Or it could be Cocoa Nut. It could be anything. Co- oh, Team Cocoa Nut? Yeah. And it's like a coconut. Oh, man, there's so many options for Conan O'Brien-themed ice cream. How has this not happened yet? I can't believe this hasn't happened before. I'm very upset. So, very upset, Vincent Foti. Oh, also, Allison Mack got sentenced to three years in prison. Hold on. The shape-shifting woman from Nickelodeon? That's <laughs> the secret world of Alice Mack? Oh, I don't know. The secret world of Alex. Oh, there we go. Alex Mack? So this is the That was the one where the girl that turned into, like... A the, puddle. A puddle. Am I right, ladies? A, <laughs> <laughs> she turned into, like, a... Uh, it was a Nick... It was a Nick's show where she turned into like a puddle of mercury. Yeah, and she was electric. She could touch a light bulb and make it go illuminated. Oh, and she also had telekinesis powers, right? Where she could like float stuff around. Yeah. Yeah, that show didn't last very long. Nope. But, not at all. But Allison Mack was the actress from Smallville who was oh, in that who cult. Oh, the sex trafficker? Right. She was, right. She was uh, in that, that Keith Raniere cult called Nexium. Nexium. Now, course. we were on the forefront of this because we were talking about this way before there was an HBO documentary about it way before it was even really mainstream news because mm-hmm. you know we do a, we do a lot of cult watch well, here on the biscuits and gravy show on hillary clinton because we all know is a shape-shifting demonoid <laughs> lizard person and i'm like all these people are being sex trafficked but the Clintons can only do so much vintage Vody. wait so you think alex mack was also a shapeshifter do you think that's where 
Is that, I think it's is a that little the on the nose, okay? And what does Alex Mack do? She lights up light bulbs. Illuminati! Wow, she's an illuminating Illuminati. Smallville. Hmm. Mm, so do you think the show is that, that was a show is actually about Hillary Clinton? <laughs> it takes a village. Did she eat any babies on Smallville? Um. <laughs> <laughs> so you know what? I watched that whole documentary about the Nexium thing. Of course you and, would. Nerd. And let me just say, honestly, as much as I don't like the the cult and Keith Rainieri, you're because going on record here, Vincent Foti. It's, it's KKU that as much as you don't like cults, it's basically like a ripoff, like smaller version of Scientology. Basically, mm-hmm. it's it's structured pretty much the same exact way as we Scientology was. We cannot say that Scientology's a ripoff because remember we got sued. No, I said that. The Nexium cult is a ripoff of Scientology. Oh, okay, good. All right, right. Good. Scientology, according to the IRS, is a real religion. Mm, Nexium, yes. not a real religion. Just, mm. just a, a money. So that was cult. the the cult where they were actually branding women, right? Right, and so everybody was like, "Oh, you can't do this." They they like branded people. They like held them down and branded them, and then it turned out that they were. <laughs> it turned out that the brand was actually. Like Keith Raniere's, it said K R, but it was like hidden. So it, they turned out it turned out to be his initials. Yeah, and they were like, "Oh no, I just realized that I've got this guy's initials on me, branded on me <laughs> for the rest of my life." And everybody was like, "You can't do that." But then when you watch the documentary, it turns out like they didn't like forcibly do this to people. No, they, they the people were willingly getting branded. So really, I mean... Guys, I, I've said it before, and I've said it again. If you want to start a cult out, okay, all you got to do is read a couple psychology books, know how to qualify and target your audience, and you can just get a cult ASAP, okay? So as much as I don't agree with the 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 cult, I don't really think that Allison... Because it started Allison, as like a I women think, helping women empowering Right, thing, but I right? don't really think she did anything wrong. Because if somebody's willingly getting branded, you can't turn around and say, hey, you branded me, you're not allowed to do that. I mean, it sounds creepy, but these people will submit it to it willingly. It's not It's not Allison Mack's fault that they're stupid. Catholics brand themselves every uh, Ash Wednesday. <laughs> I don't think they're branding themselves, no. are they? I don't know. They're just putting dirt on their forehead? That's weird. It's weird. Thing. Oh, and then remember last week I was talking about Tarantino being on all the different podcasts? Yeah. What, is he plugging something? Yeah, it turns out he's plugging a book. Oh. So he wrote a novelization version. Is it a choose-your-own-story adventure? No. <laughs> Read it out of order? He wrote a book that's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, but it's like a novel version. Oh, sweet. And because the movie is only like two and a half hours or whatever, the novel has like a lot more backstory and he can do a lot more story based around these characters. So if you liked the movie Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, the novel is actually does like a deeper dive and it has a lot more backstory on the characters. So it's it's really cool. So flamethrowers. Yeah, so it's not like a novelization of the movie. It's like it's almost as if like he wrote the book first and then he made the movie and cut a lot of stuff out for the movie. Which I think he kind of did. I think he had a lot of stuff in mind that he couldn't really fit into the movie. But if you like the movie, definitely check out the book. I'm listening to it right now on Audacity. That movie is also kind of a little bit about a cult, yeah? The Charlie Manson cult? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, they have a little homage in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah it does It does revolve around the, the, Charlie, the Charlie Manson murders and everything. you got to qualify your cult members, Vincent Fody. You can't just be going around asking everyone to be a part of your cult. you got to qualify. Right, but if you're a Tarantino fan, definitely check that out. I'm cool. a, I uh, I'm a big fan of the book so far. It's been pretty good. 
She who? It's a it's a nice accompaniment to the movie. Why don't we throw ahead? Do a quick commercial break. Oh, you want to do like a real commercial? Yeah, dude. Not like a commercial for Chris Hemsworth's discount tailoring. What are your Hemsworth? I hate Chris Hemsworth right now. We'll, you know, we'll hammer the competition. He is in the pocket of Big Discovery Channel and that that glorified educational show. Not real education at the Biscuits and Gravy Show. No, Shark Week, okay? I've never seen a video of sharks being born. I think sharks are created by the liberal elite You're not alone, indoctrinate Chuck, us. Because no one has ever seen videos of sharks being born. You're telling me. There's with all the Republicans out there. No one's ever filmed a great white giving birth. Huh? <laughs> huh? Uh, well, you would think with all the Shark Week stuff that, like, National Geographic or Discovery or whatever, by this the point. The BBC. You think at some point they would have caught a great white giving birth at some point, right? I know. Hasn't happened. You'd think there'd be at least one video of Dave Attenborough Picks. spanking a fresh little sharky off the water. You Pixar know what I mean? didn't happen. Mm, am I right? All right. Today's show is presented in a part by Jim Croce's Crochet Kits. Hey, Vince. He doesn't mess around with Slim, and he doesn't mess around with fine quality crochet equipment. Hey, are you looking for the finest quality crochet equipment around? I am. Well, I've, I've got, got a name. name. All right, let's take a real break, and then we'll be right back with the Biscuits and Gravy Show on 88.5 KKU. The, the voice, voice of gravy. I think it'd be so rad if, like, somebody murdered Mike Lindell with a pillow. <laughs> you know? Oh, good morning and aloha, Biscuiteers. Welcome back to the Biscuits and or Gravy Show right here on KKU, KKU 88.5, the voice of Maui. Like the Indian at the end of One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, man, that would be so great. Okay, so, Chuck, you hear that sound? Ooh, that means it's time for Morningwood. Thanks for getting it dialed in to BGR. Biscuits and Gravy Radio is presented in part by Matt Damon's Exorcisms. Need to get out the demons. Get Get out out the the demons! And, of course, Morningwood wouldn't be possible without help from Benedict Cumberbatch's Blessings. You can't spell benediction without without Benedict. Benedict. (laughs) Yeah, come on, give me some of that that music again, that'll bro. Help get out, that'll help get out the demons. Ooh, yeah, that's the smooth sound. Morningwood is also brought wrangle. to us by Clay Aiken's Pottery Palace. When you're aching for some clay, funding for the Biscuits and Gravy Show comes in part by lovely community-minded celebrity sponsors like Woody Harrelson's Discount Lumber. His prices on lumber are smoking. If you didn't get Woody, you didn't get wood. That's right. All right, so this week for Morningwood, we have a true Morningwood spelled with a U because uh, I don't know if you heard or not, Chuck, but we have we suffered another loss in the porn community. So it's a sad day. We lost a Russian porn star slash OnlyFans model. Her name was Christina Lissina. Mm. She was 29, and uh, her she went by the stage name Chris the Fox, K-R-I-S, the Fox, Fox with two X's, which you would think they would go with three X's, but... I mean, I'm all about it. There was only two X's. So Chris the Fox, she actually... I don't know if you've seen some of her OnlyFans work, but she actually has a lot of uh, pretty good videos on on Pornhub. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Have you seen any of them? I did a little bit of research for this one. I also did a little bit of research this morning. Mm. Um, 
<laughs> but I and, I ended up doing more research on your Zan Beltran. So if you if you like um, skinny like brunette Russian girls, yes I do. Well then she is gonna be your Imagine cup of tea. Imagine a Monica with a little bit more stacked. <laughs> um, well she. I was. I'm gonna go ahead and say she's not really that stacked. She got a little bit more than Monica, though. But yeah, but yeah. Um, she's got it going on. Christina Lucina, she was very attractive, and uh, this is a sad loss. It's also kind of bizarre. It's also fact, bizarre circumstances. Now, first of all, she's in Russia. Okay, so those of you who know the Biscuits and Gravy Show, Russia is filled with communists. Okay, <laughs> and right. usually I don't believe anything that comes out of Russia. Okay, because they are lying to us, Vincent Foti. But here's the sad truth. I don't think she Russia is a communist died, country anymore. Okay, she fell out twenty two flights. Okay, yeah, she, she was twenty nine. She years was twenty nine years old. Uh, she was defenestrated, which means she was thrown out of a a, a window. She to threw herself her death. out of a window, or did she? Ooh, I don't we're know. Asking so, the real questions here on the biscuits and gravy. This is show. really weird. Okay, first of all, she ate a bag of chips. And then jumped out of a window. Who has a bag of chips for their last meal? She was also clutching something, Vincent Foti. Okay, so this is so bizarre. Okay, How she, bizarre? She How was, bizarre? She, How bizarre? She fell 22 flights from her apartment to the ground to her death. Mm. And when she hit the ground, when they found her, she was clutching a coin. And the coin said, you will always be in my heart. What is that about? So holding holding a coin. First of all, if you jump out of a window and fall twenty two stories, how do you still hold onto a coin? It almost seems like it was put there mm. by somebody after she fell out of the window. But also, if you're holding a coin that says something something sentimental, like "You will always be in my heart," it almost sounds like a suicide note. And her friends did say that she was very lonely. Yes, and she was she was talking about how lonely she was and how she maybe wanted to start a family. So I mean, that could go either way. Maybe she was depressed. Maybe she wasn't. We know maybe that she was eating for two. Maybe I, I mean it's it's such a bizarre circumstance. I think you know what I think. I think she was going to run for president against Putin. Of course, I mean <laughs> we know anybody that ever tries to put down Putin or run for president against Putin, they end up mysteriously being poisoned. Yeah, or falling or, out of a twenty-two story apartment building. Yeah, right by St. Peter's too. Uh, yeah, St. Petersburg. Yeah, yeah. Saint, yeah. So, wait, is that St. Petersburg, Florida? <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't need to jump out of a window. The building just collapses the, on you in Florida. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> oh, man. But this is a true morning wood, everybody. Can you cue it up? What? Taps. Taps. Okay, we'll play taps again. So, Christina Lucina, you were too young. We're going to continue I mean, to you investigate. I did a lot of MILF videos because you're over 22. We're going to continue to investigate the, the mysterious circumstances surrounding your death. And until then, you will fo- forever will be rest. in our hearts and hearths. You will not rest. We will not give up, Vincent Fodi, okay? We will fight the good fight. Where there are porn star deaths, there will be biscuit and gravy, okay? Gone we- but not forgotten here on the Biscuits and Gravy Show, Christina Lucina. Sad times. And all the way, guys, by the way, don't kill yourself, okay? Get some help. Reach out to some friends, okay? You had you, you didn't just have only one fan. You had only fans, okay? Only fans. Reach out. Plural. Okay? Yeah. We got to we gotta start the conversation, man, okay? A lot of people that go into the porn industry, they are saving us, okay, Vincent Vody? 
They are saving me. They can save everyone but themselves. And it's just sad, man. Yeah, okay? it is sad. Like, these sex workers shouldn't be depressed. They should be happy-go-lucky. You know what's not sad, though? What? Fourth of July. Ooh, baby. Oh, I did some barbecuing on the Fourth of mm. July. Yeah. Did you have a good Fourth of July, Chuck? I did. Of course, I was working. I don't want to talk Tucker's about those communists in Russia. I want to talk about a freedom America. lovers here in America. We celebrated the birthday of our country. And then my the favorite of July. is Fifth uh, of July, where I drink a fifth of Tito's and do an open mic. Mm, that's <laughs> <laughs> uh, nothing What's says freedom like Edie Texas Bridgers? vodka. <laughs> it's handmade. How are you making vodka in your hand, Tito's? <laughs> How? They just take regular vodka and put it through a Brita filter. <laughs> I mean, it works. So what did you do for 4th of July? I grilled. So I just, Did you work? I, I was at my job. Be- but, okay. <laughs> but you wouldn't call what you do work? We got sashimi. We got a USDA Prime. Oh, oh yes, because eye. nothing says Fourth of July like some sashimi. Yeah, I don't want to cook all the food. We made smash burgers. Oh man, that sounds delicious. We made a uh, breakfast. Were you doing like mattress sales and stuff? I mean, I was there, but is, it, it is was Fourth of July one of those mattress days? Is on it the, all federal main, holidays on the mainland? Yeah, it's big on Maui. If you have 4th of July off and you go to buy a mattress, you are an insane individual. <laughs> you are a lunatic. Why would you buy? Just go outside. Just go to the park and eat some burgers and hot dogs. So we had ribeye, man. Ah, I had Panera individually microwaved mac and cheese. You ever have Panera mac and cheese? Yeah, it's, it's actually so pretty good. good. It's bizarrely bubbly. Panera Bread does a lot of good stuff. Yeah. As a matter of fact, they have, you can buy the uh, prepackaged Panera Bread uh, soups, like tomato and biscuits and stuff. And they're super yum-tang. At, at Foodland. Foodland has them on sale. Mm. So, man, if you're looking for some Panera Bread stuff, you can find it at Foodland. So, I didn't know that they were like mass-producing all that stuff, but apparently they are. Which is weird, because we don't even have a Panera Bread on Island. No, but we can get the Panera But you can food. get the pre-produced Panera Bread stuff. So I ate a lot of steak, a lot of ribeye. There's nothing more American than a steak that is mostly fat. And what did you do, Vincent Foti? I, speaking of mostly fat, I... Is this I, Courtney Club? Did we just is... jump in to a new <laughs> spot on the biscuits and or gravy train today? This is Gluttony Club. Beans and cornbread. Thanks for getting it dialed in to KAKU, KAKU, 88.5, The Voice of Maui. The Voice this of Gravy. The Biscuits and Gravy Show. Biscuits and Gravy. We got radio smothered and covered. Biscuits and Gravy. Nothing but home-cooked conversation. Okay, here? So I I bought a pork shoulder, mm. and I did a slow smoke. Picnic cut or full shoulder? Full shoulder. All right. Bone in. A uh, big Throw old pork shoulder. shoulder. Like a continental soldier. And so I did, I for, the night before, I I put a rub on it two nights before the 4th of July. So it was like on the second I started this process. So I did. A lot I did, of people make this mistake and don't put the rub on early enough. Yeah, you got to do. Now, the rub that I used, it did not have any salt in it. Smart. So what you got to do is you got to put your salt rub on first. And then after you put your salt rub, that way you can like. You want it to be correctly salted so you can kind of like do like a dry brine on it so it doesn't get dried out while you're cooking it. You want your salt on first. That's going to tenderize the meat but also open up the pores. And you so want it to the be... the layering you put around it right. can then – the salt is like opening the way for you, okay? Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's like being in a sauna. Yeah. It's op- you got to take a nice fits and open up those pores. The salt is like Jackie Robinson, right? And, it's right. just starting it for everybody else. <laughs> it's getting a foot in the door. And then I did a rub. So I'll tell you what the rub was. It was brown sugar, white sugar, garlic powder, paprika. Got to put paprika in it, bro. Ground ginger, onion powder, rosemary powder, and ground black pepper. Mm. 
And then, uh, <laughs> so then I put the rub on it. I let that sit overnight, and then the next day I did. This was the third. How many pounds of meat are we working with here, Vincent Fodi? It's a show. There's got to be at least six pounds. It's dude. a big old chunk, Chuck. So chunky, chunky. So I put that in the in the fridge. It barely fit in the fridge. I let that. Lick I let before you stick. I it. let that rub sit overnight, and then. I did a 20-hour overnight slow smoke. So I started it at like 8 o'clock at night. Yeah. And then I slow smoked it overnight at 225 for about 20 hours. Jesus so Christ. it was ready. <laughs> it was ready like the next afternoon. So on the 4th, I finally pulled it out. I let it cook down until it basically just fell apart. And then I shredded it up. And I had all this pulled pork. And I threw some um, Do you use sweet baby rays, some sweet baby rays yeah, on top of it. It's so good. And then, of course, I had some potato salad. We had some mac salad. I had some homemade coleslaw. Mm. Some uh, some baked beans. I had all the fixings, baby. Beans and cornbread. Beans and cornbread. Oh, and we had. We also had cornbread as well. Diana made some cornbread. That's Gluttony Club with Vincent Fodi. We so are just nothing it was, but cooking and comedy it was, here. It was a 4th of July feast with all the fixins. And let me just say, that's, that's slow-smoked pulled pork. 225 for 20 hours. Oh man, it was so delicious! Wow! Yeah, it was it was fantastic. I love that that pellet smoker, the electric pellet smoker that mm-hmm. I got because you don't have to keep an eye on it. You just plug it in and you set it and forget it. Nothing like Ron Popeil said, baby. <laughs> you set it and forget it. So good. So uh, good. Also, <laughs> I would be remiss if we also didn't mention that. Um, do you remember the double down, Chuck? I'm all about the double down, guys. For those of you just tuning into the Biscuits and Gravy Show on KAKU, Maui's number two radio program. KFC a couple years ago number saw that two. Americans were having heart attacks at higher rates than ever before. And do you know what they decided to do, Vincent Fodi? What's that? They decided to double, double down. down. <laughs> what is a double? There's always this darn tootin' bread getting in the way, Vincent Fodi. Right. And so they said, you know what? We like sandwiches. But what if instead of bread, the bread was pieces of fried chicken? And then instead of lettuce and tomato, you just had bacon and cheese. <laughs> and so they called this monstrosity the Double Down, and it was a huge success. Yes. So I, in fact, remember eating the Double Down, and it was like I took one of those pills in a video game <laughs> where everything slowed down, and the world gave me a strobophobic effect. Oh, my God. Can I tell you that when I ate that pulled pork, it was like... <laughs> Remember the the ribs sketch in Dave Chappelle on Chappelle Show yeah. where he eats the ribs he and got it's like the itis. he gets the itis and then you, it Can't like helps sleep. you. He <laughs> reaches in the cabinet and eats ribs to go to bed. <laughs> that pulled pork. Oh my goodness! I could not eat a, a hefty helping of that without passing out for like three hours. Oh, I love it. That's the best thing about. And holidays. it's it's not like that light sleep. It's like that deep greasy sleep. Mm, nothing. <laughs> nothing like greasy sleep. <laughs> There's a difference. There's a difference between like a nice, light, refreshing sleep. All that pork shoulder fat greases your heart, so it has to work, eat less, okay? It's just <laughs> science, okay? When your car is running bad, you just put more oil in it, right? When you wake up from that, it's wake like up. it's like hard to shake off that fog that you're in when you when you when you're in that greasy sleep. So if you want the deepest, <laughs> I felt like I was waking sleep, up at Bill Cosby's house. I was like, blah, blah, blah. turn to our friends at KFC because they are not just doubling down anymore, Vincent Bodie. <laughs> okay. So this was something that was, I guess, it was too controversial for America because they released it in Singapore. <laughs> the Singapore KFC released a triple down, which was <laughs> they're like, you know how we have that bacon and cheese so in the middle. A club sandwich. (laughs) What if if instead of having the bacon and cheese in the middle, we just did (laughs) more fried chicken in the middle? So Uh, it it was fried chicken in the middle 
with fried chicken on both sides. <laughs> I guess they put cheese and stuff on it too. They gotta do something. Yeah. I mean, then you're just eating three pieces you're of fried just, chicken, like some jamoke. <laughs> they just made a sandwich that's two pieces of fried chicken for bread with fried chicken and cheese and and stuff in the middle. Now, and they called it the the triple down. At what point can they start? You know, they do stuffed crust, right? Can right. they start stuffing chicken with mashed potatoes and gravy? Oh, a st- well, I mean, we do. They do have like stuffed chicken, like a chicken Kiev. Yeah, is chicken is cordon bleu. Chicken cordon bleu. So like a uh, like a chicken Kiev is basically just chicken that's stuffed with like a stick of butter. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and then you, you know eat what? it. I think I, I think I like it. I think you I eat like it, it. And I think I like it. And the butter squirts everywhere. Yeah. It's it's quite delicious, actually. Wow. We made chicken Kiev uh, a couple weeks ago, and mm. we had to wear a bib and. Oh. Squirters. Somebody got squirted on. Oh yeah, with butter. So it, KFC, it is a mess. I'm calling you out. You're on a chuck it list. Also, can I just say that the Singapore triple down sounds like a sex move? <laughs> <laughs> Which I won't go into it on the radio exactly what I'm picturing, but it's it's not it's not healthy. <laughs> it's definitely not healthy. Brandy Love in Singapore Triple Down. <laughs> now that I would watch. <laughs> Uh-oh. What's that, Chuck? Oh, it's time for spoiler alert. Cooking and comedy. We're getting close to the end of the Watching show. Watching stuff on TV. What a wild ride it's been. Poisoning trout to get them addicted to methamphetamines. If they can do it to the fish, can they do it to us? Oh, they're already putting fluoride in the water. So, mm. I, I mean, I'm surprised that China you know isn't doing this. Like, Not for could nothing. You, I could see China putting meth in the water. Meth, at least have some fluoride so your teeth if, don't rot. If you want to be productive, if you want your, your countrymen to be productive, put meth in the water. Mm. We, we will get stuff done. And we will take apart TVs. <laughs> at, a, at a higher rate than ever before. All right, it's time for spoiler alert, Chuck. Are you ready? I'm the most amount ready. Oh, my goodness. So... The day finally came. I sent you a video of the movie that I went to go see in the theaters. F9, baby! F9! For those of you just tuning into the Biscuits and Gravy Show, Vincent Fody, uh, complete loser. And you <laughs> enjoy all of the Fast and Furious. I wouldn't say I enjoy all of the movies, but I enjoy the concept of Fast and Furious movies. All right. Late on me, String Bean. You got one minute. Se- Sell me on the new Fast and Furious movie. So, Fast and Furious Do they movies, go to space? Yes. I want to say straight out, Tyrese and Ludacris go into space. That's ludicrous. That is ludicrous. That's ludicrous. It's ludicrous in space. They... <laughs> <laughs> they drive like a like a Pontiac Firebird or something into space. They hook a rocket to it, and they have to... I took a rocket to the moon! They have to smash a satellite, so they just use their thrusters to drive their car into a satellite and destroy the satellite. <laughs> Why do they have Ignoring just... the fact that in real life, if you smashed a satellite, it would create like this devastating domino effect that would that would destroy all the satellites... Yeah, and create like a worldwide catastrophe, shutting down the the world's economy. But let's just put that out of our minds for now. What we're really focusing on is the fact that the Fast and the Furious has been described as the Sharknado <laughs> of car movies, where it's like they're they're way past the point of trying to be believable, and now they're just like doing ridiculous stuff and blowing things up and and smashing cars. Um, this storyline, this particular storyline, revolves around the fact that even though everything 
in all the in all the franchises has been all about family. Like that's the one thing that every of fast course. every Fast and hey. Furious movie is all hey. like hey, family. It's all about family. Well, now we find out nine movies in that Dom Vin Diesel has a brother that he never mentioned. <laughs> the brother is played by John Cena. Oh my what? So they have added another wrestler in addition to The Rock. We've added another wrestler to the Fast and Furious franchise. <laughs> You um, might be winning me over, Vincent Foley. Twenty so more seconds. So John Cena plays the plays Dom's brother. John Cena from the Hefty Bag commercials. Is he in Hefty Bag commercials? Yeah, dog. Hefty, so, Hefty, Hefty. Um, so they they just you know they blow a bunch of stuff up, and uh, Charlize Theron is in the movie. What? She comes back. Um, Cardi B has a cameo in it. By no, the way, Cardi B, the biggest. Uh, Cardi B looks there, like man. a sex doll that came to life. Yeah, I know. Ugh. She like like a Disney movie, like like Pinocchio, but for a sex doll. Which I would actually watch. That sounds yeah. pretty good. And we also found out. Remember when I said that there was going to be ten Fast and the Furious movies? Just like Quentin Tarantino has said it at ten movies that he's going to do, and then he's going to retire. There was originally supposed to be 10 Fast and the Furious movies, and then the franchise was going to end. Now they said that there's going to be 11 Fast and the Furious movies. Ooh. And the 10th and 11th movie, they're going to film back-to-back, like the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Yes. <laughs> Fast and the Furious, just like just Lord like... of the Rings. <laughs> I think Tolkien actually wrote the source material for Fast and the Furious, if yes, I'm not mistaken. <laughs> Um, but yes, and Michelle Rodriguez is in there for some reason. Oh, and remember, couldn't agree with that statement. Remember anymore. when the last movie when I was talking about how Dom had a baby, but um, what's his name? Brian never shows up because in real life the actor died, yes. and and they just kind of wrote him out, but they didn't kill him in the show. So at the end of this movie, I was theorizing that they were gonna they were gonna like CGI uh, Paul Walker back into the series. Greatest minds of our time. And then the very last scene when they're having the wrap up Corona ad barbecue that they have at the end of every at the end of every Fast and the Furious movie, they, they show his car pulling up in the driveway and then it cuts away. So it's like they're kind of acknowledging that he's still there and that he's showing up to the barbecue, but they didn't actually show Paul Walker. He's but I'm theorizing maybe they will they will deep fake him into the 10th and 11th movie. Ooh, if they could deep fake Joe Biden, they can do it for Paul Walker. Yeah, and then Jason Statham looks That's like... That's right, everybody. Joe Biden, fake. Jason Statham, it looks like he's going to be in the 10th and or 11th movie because he's in the post credit scene. What? Um, okay, so in addition to F9, if you haven't seen Fast and the Furious, go check that out. Uh, Rick and Morty Season 5, Episode 3 premiered. Did oh you watch God, that? Oh, my God, it's like a Captain Planet uh, mock episode, except Captain Planet gets sexy and bangs Morty. Yeah, well, it's a it's a girl. Her name is Planet Tina. Uh-huh. And, like, <laughs> she has to – it's funny because she is, like, under the control of the, the kids that have the rings. Turner Broadcasting Network. Right, so Morty, like, has to, like – has to fight anymore they're like 45 yeah he has to fight the adults and steal their rings so it's almost like thanos like he's collecting the the rings Uh so he can bring planetina back to life um so that's pretty cool of course if you're not watching rick and morty what are you even doing with your life doing with your life i watched a movie called chef with john favreau on netflix have you ever seen that no great movie actually yeah it's 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 funny it's heartfelt it's about a guy who's a chef and then he gets into a fight with a food critic and he kind of he kind of goes viral, and then he leaves the restaurant and starts a food truck and travels around with his son, and he gets to know his son better because they work on the food truck together. Oh, that's, and John that's John Leguizano is there. Oh yeah, 
Yeah, so if you haven't seen that... Yeah, Charlie Guasama is a one-man show. It's terrible. And they're, they're like, driving around making Cubanos. It's a, a really great I movie. Love, I love sandwiches. Yeah. Also, Sweet Tooth. I've been watching that on Netflix. And oh, yeah. I started watching Lucifer also. This was a show... Lucifer is a show about the devil who lives on Earth in L.A. And gets laid. He owns a nightclub. Yeah, and he gets, he gets laid, laid a lot. dude. And this was a show that people recommended that I watch. Netflix is and all like, about... I'm they're like, Netflix is like, you're going to love this show. It's like 99%. For me. And does the algorithm pan out? Um, it's all right. It's a little bit cheesy, but yeah, I think I'm going to give it a chance and watch a couple more episodes mm. and see how it is. Mm. Uh, I also watched a movie on HBO Max called No Sudden Move, which is the new Steven Soderbergh movie. Right. It's a little bit dry. It's kind of like if season four of Fargo was a movie. Okay. It's like a 50s gangster movie, and Matt Damon's in it for some reason. He shows up. Matt as, Damon? Of <laughs> Matt Damon's exorcisms. And it, there's also a plot that revolves around stealing the plans for the catalytic converter. Sweet. Kind of an interesting movie, but a little bit boring. Um, and then, as we mentioned earlier on the show, Kevin Smith has a reboot of the He-Man franchise. It's come for a full circle. Remember? He, did you ever watch He-Man when you were a kid? Of course. Because I was... A Skeletor l- is a creepy dude. I never really watched He-Man because I was a little... It came out in, like, 83, which is two years before I was born. You, well, you, know? you didn't watch stuff before you were born? And it Loser. Was, <laughs> and then, I mean, it was basically a toy franchise that had a cartoon show that was made to plug... The, yeah, the toys to sell the toys. Homoerotic, and now it's come full circle where now people are making the show. Kevin Smith is actually producing it, and it's got an all star cast. So then they're gonna they're gonna make the show, the reboot, the show, and then they'll sell toys based on that show. So it's, it's the circle of commerce. Hmm. Do you know you can't buy or stream Dogma anywhere? Really? Yeah. Huh. So when it came out, well, you they, can download it. That's they, for sure on the Pirate didn't Bay. Have uh, streaming on it, right? Right. And then the Weinstein Company mm. owns it, so Kevin Smith is like, I don't know what to do. So, so release it. Release mm. Dogma. I want Nothing dogma. will make uh, religious people more angry than Dogma being <laughs> readily available. You hear that, Mike Lindell? <laughs> All right. You ready, Chuck? I, you know what? I'm going to stay here first. I don't think Trump's going to become president on August 13th. I know, I know, I know, I know. But I don't Why? think he's going to become Just president. Just because that they said this was going to happen, like, once a month for every month since the election? Yep. All right. Well, you know, we'll see. Vince Fody, thanks for joining me in the Historic Biscuits and Gravy Amphitheater today. <laughs> the final stop on the biscuits and or gravy train today is... <laughs> oh, that was a good one! Also, can I just say that if you are listening to us on the radio, don't forget that you can listen to all of our previous episodes on Spotify and Apple Podcasts at Biscuits and Gravy 808. That's the You biscuit. can find us on Instagram and Patreon at Biscuits and Gravy 808. All right, you ready for Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo? Yo, know it. Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo is when Chuck tries to prove that he's the smartest buffalo in the room. I is. So our first question comes from Mike in San Diego, California. Uh, Mike wants to know, Ray Liotta plays a mobster in this classic Martin Scorsese mob movie. Ray Liotta plays a mobster in this classic. It's one of the greatest mob movies of all time. Ray Liotta, mobster. Oh, my God. I'm going to commit Harry Curry right here. Um, Ray Liotta plays a mobster. I know. Ah! It's not The Godfather. What is it? I know. I just watched The Godfather from 10 to 2 in the morning. It was no good. Um, Oh, my God. I give up. I'm having a total brain fart right now. Goodfellas. Of course. Goodfellas. By the way, the name of his character in that show... Henry Hill, oh, yeah? a.k.a. Hank Hill. Hank Hill. 
can't. I feel so bad. All right. Our second question comes from Celeste in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Celeste wants to know, what city is nicknamed the Motor City? That's Detroit. Detroit Rock City. That's absolutely correct. All right. And our third question is always a sports question because, as you know, sports is Chuck's Achilles hoof. Uh, Devin in Pukalani wants to know, this female runner was banned from the Olympics due to testing positive for marijuana. She's the fastest woman in America, and they kicked her out of the Olympics. Uh, You know what? I don't know. Her name was Shakari Richardson. Shakari Richardson. From Texas. She tested positive for marijuana. Did you ever hear the uh, the Robin Williams bit about marijuana being a, a performance enhancing drug? No. All oh, right, we got to get out of here. All right, love well, you guys. That Thanks was for our show. In to the biscuits and gravy. We'll show. see you next time. Same Griff biscuit place. Same gravy time. And from me to you, hello.